your home of the pins and the best pins coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart Radio station. I want penguin calls. I want calls saying the Broussard trade and what you think the penguins still need to do and will do, if anything. But first, this crap. I wrote today's show out like five hours of preparation. Then the Broussard trade made it a must-listen-to show, but it kind of wrecked all the preparation, which is why talking about the Pirates getting Corey Dickerson now in this segment makes almost no sense, but I couldn't rewrite everything in like 15 minutes. And we have sponsors to keep happy and, you know, uh, taglines to stay at the end of crap like this. So here goes. The Pirates got Corey Dickerson from Tampa Bay yesterday. It confused the bejesus out of me. I was like, you know what? F the Pirates, F Corey Dickerson, F Bob Nutting. And Mark Mann for trying to jam this in there, totally out of context, the day Broussard became a Penguin. Guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing, cut on a name you can trust. Seriously, what? what's the, you know, what's the point of talking about, I mean, I am, I, I kind of, did a great about face to put myself on the list, didn't I? Because somebody has to make the list because Matt Mertz Plumbing, kind of name you could trust, call 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. They pay for that. And they should because I have the listeners, I have the revenue, I am Mr. Money in the Bank. And I got court, you know, the Pirates can't get a break, though. They get Corey Dickerson, which makes them like probably a 77-win team at best. And the next day, the Penguins get Derek Broussard, and it makes them the favorites to win a third straight Stanley Cup. Hello, page five of the sports section. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. You want to talk about the Broussard trade? Or tell me what your Penguins lines would be right now. I think that's the upshot of all this. And don't forget, lines are a liquid situation. But now Sullivan can keep Crosby, Malkin, and Kessel on different lines indefinitely. He just can. Now it's not only possible, it's recommended. It's what he should do. And I'm not sure he could have done that in the playoffs had they not got Derek Broussard. And come to think of it, he can do it next year, too. That puts this in stone this year and next. Phil, Sid, and Gino on separate lines. So my lines would be Gensel, Crosby, and Rust. Haglin, Malkin, and Hornquist. Aston Reese, Broussard, and Kessel. Kuthockel, Shane, and Rowney. And that leaves Sherry and Reeves and Simone on the pay-no-mind list. Simone probably in Wilkes. Now, that's what I'd do. What are they going to do? I, I don't know. Because they like Simone right now, apparently, 
more than they like Aston Reese because Simone's on the Sid line. Sherry always finds a way to get back in there. I think they're going to try to trade Reeves between now and Monday. I just don't think there's any place to put him now because Ronnie's going to be the fourth-line right wing to kill penalties and take face-offs, as I've been saying ever since the possibility of bringing in another center was mooted. But those are my lines. What I think might happen instead is I think Sherry might wind up with Crosby and Rust. I think Gensel might stay with Broussard and Kessel. And believe it or not, if that's the case, Aston Reese goes back to Wilkes. He scored four goals in eight games, but it makes no sense to have Aston Reese on the fourth line. You'll, you'll be able to tell what they think of Aston Reese and his value to the team right now. Because if they think he should be in the lineup, period, they'll trade a winger like Sherry to open up a spot for him. Let's go to uh, Jason and Shaler. Jason, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, uh, you, you kind of maybe just alluded to it, but I was just curious, how long did we actually get Broussard locked up for with this deal? Well, they didn't lock him up themselves. He has a contract that runs through next year. They get okay, one more so season have... of Broussard after this for certain. Okay. Thank you for uh, the call. You could have Googled that, not wasted the listener's time, but thank you for calling. Let's go to Ian in the car. Ian, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? Um, I thought I heard you. I, could, I couldn't understand. But I, did, is Ottawa taking 18% of his salary? Of the cap hit, yes. They're, they're absorbing Cole's salary until they trade him, obviously, which could happen. Right. I mean, I, I doubt Cole's even ever going to play a game for Ottawa, and they retain 18% of Broussard's salary and cap it. Correct. But my math, right, that's $4.1 million. I loved, I loved the trade. I absolutely love Derek Broussard, and he's better than Nick Bonino. But it just seems odd that we're paying that much for a third-line center when we didn't do it in the offseason. You would rather retain Benino at what Nashville paid him than get Broussard now? I guess that's a good point. Broussard, I mean, but, Broussard's much better than Benino. You understand that, agree. right? Yes, yes, yes. I, you, I, you gotta I understand. Totally this that. is very Belichickian. Okay, Bill Belichick doesn't always get the best player in a position. He gets a guy who fits his system and enables him to execute his system. Correct. Correct. Well. To execute the system preferred by Mike Sullivan, they needed a better third-line center than what they had. So while part of me agrees with you that $5 million bucks is a lot to pay a third-line center, if it enables you to execute your system and keep Kessel, Sid, and Gino on separate lines, then it's money well spent. Don't you agree? Yeah, I might as well do it, especially when you only have Kessel for so many years and only for Sarp. And don't forget, they're paying Gensel Bupkis now. They're paying Aston Reese <laughs> Bupkis now. Well, no, because they're on their entry contracts. I know. It's just funny. It's, bupkis, that's all. it's a great word. Now, uh, th- that's the thing about, and I said this, you know, when, I, when the cap was adopted with the NHL, all I did was look at the NFL and adapted to the NHL, and I was way ahead of everybody else's analysis. And the most basic thing I said, and boy, has it been borne out, you don't want to sign guys to super long-term contracts that are going to suck and kill your cap when they do. Look at Detroit with Henrik Zetterberg. Big money, many more years, doesn't help the team. And you have to have X amount of regulars on entry-level contracts 
that play well. Because you've got to have some guys who do good on the cheap to win with a salary cap. Let's go to Marcus in the car. Marcus, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M. How are you? Good. I wanted to know how his skill set, Broussard's skill set, differs a bit from Dino, other than being definitely offensively better. And does he play on special teams? And if so, where would he slide in? Doesn't kill penalties. They don't need him on this power play, although it wouldn't shock me if he wound up on the second unit. He's gritty. He plays hard in both ends. A good two-way player. If you're asking me to compare him to Benino, he's just better. He's bigger. He's always played well against the Penguins. But now he doesn't get to do that. He's probably thinking, you know, the only team I could score on got me. Rutherford's no stranger to that. I remember when Rutherford played for Detroit. I was a kid. And the Penguins had a defenseman who I uh, I went to school with his son. And I, I know very well to this day, Dwayne Rupp, Mr. Rupp, works in the pro shop down at uh, Island Sports Center, RMU, even to this day. So uh, Ruppy was playing for the Penguins. He was a good defenseman, played some in the original six days. That's how good he was. But he couldn't score, not a big score. So Pittsburgh's playing Detroit. Rutherford's in goal for Detroit. Ruppy scores a hat trick on him. A week later, the Penguins trade for Rutherford. Ruppy goes into the coach's office, Red Kelly, who was the GM as well, and says, damn it, Red, you got the only guy I could score on. Let's go to Steve in Monroeville. Steve, you're on with Double M. Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, I just wanted to really highlight how much this impacts the Penguins getting Broussard. Um, you know, we have three lines now that can bring it at any given moment. We're already playing at a high caliber, and – you know, we, we got rid of Flurry for what reason? Murray can play more years. So I, I don't know that. if they got rid of Flurry, but yeah, uh, they picked Murray over Flurry because of youth, salary, and recent accomplishment. Absolutely. So giving up this goaltender um, to Ottawa really doesn't impact us a whole lot. Um, and now we're in, we're in position to really capitalize on the third Stanley Cup. And I just got to say, I wish the Pirates would do half of what the Penguins do. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, uh, it's an invalid comparison. One team plays to win, one team plays to make money. Totally invalid comparison. Uh, okay, listen to this. Bob McKenzie says that the Pittsburgh-Ottawa deal involving Broussard is ultra-complicated, so much so that Broussard will likely first be traded to a team other than Pittsburgh and then flip to Pittsburgh. Uh, McKenzie's hearing the third team is likely Vegas, there's the potential for layers of salary retention. I hope this deal's as good as we think it is. I hope we don't get bamboozled three teams later. And then and then Vegas says, we're going to keep him, we're going to keep him. I want more calls about this Broussard deal. Uh, it's Broussard to Pittsburgh. Goalie prospect Gustafson, a first-round pick at Ian Cole to Ottawa. Looks like Cole's going to get flipped, and it looks like Vegas might be a middleman in this trade. I don't know what Vegas gets out of it. We'll see. Vegas has pulled some sneaky good deals, though. Friggin' McPhee, who's kind of a dink between you guys and me. Done a good job out there. As long as the Penguins get Broussard and don't give up any more than we think they have, I'm good. 1059X. And 
Now the super genius, Mark Madden. It's a rare chance for you to have a brush with greatness. Make the most of it. Hey, Mark, big fan, big fan. Say, here's another great name from the past. The X at 105.9. Brian Lawton, who's now in the NHL Network, used to play former agent and general manager. He's worn a lot of hats and, frankly, none very successfully. I think he's mostly an ass. But Brian Lawton tweeted, The Golden Knights are potentially the team involved to eat some of the salary I reported earlier, which was needed for the Penguins to consummate the trade. So Pittsburgh can then trade an asset directly to Vegas, who retains some of the salary. Okay, uh, does that mean the Penguins have given up more than Cole Gustafson and the first-round pick? Is Vegas going to get something? I don't know. So maybe the deal's not entirely in place, but I find it hard to believe that Rutherford would give up much more than he did. We'll see how it ultimately plays out. It's important to remember we've not yet received a direct statement from the Penguins or Ottawa regarding the deal. Let's go to Drew in North Huntington. Drew, you're on with Mark. Hey, Double M. How's it going, man? Great. Good to hear. Uh, kind of a two-parter. So my question first is, do you think it would be best to bump up Ruiddle to play next to Alexiak and move Alexiak to the left? No, and... I, I would not want to move Alexiak from a spot where he's played very well, which is the right side. Uh, Hunwick has been better when we've seen him out there on the left side, so I would go with Hunwick and Alexiak. As bad okay. as Hunwick's been... I think Hunwick has a better pedigree than Ruedel, don't you? Yeah, I think he stays pretty composed, a little more experienced, too. But last year, I think uh, you might have agreed to that back then. Ruedel was kind of the unsung hero, seventh man off the bench. Ruedel was okay. That's as far as I'm willing to go. Hey, I'm not a Hunwick fan. If you made me pick who to play a regular shift, I would pick Hunwick over Ruedel every damn time. Oh, wait, here's the uh, deal with Vegas. The Penguins got Flurry back. Obviously, I'm kidding. Let's go to Paul and Turtle Creek. Paul, you're on with Double M. Hey, super genius. Thanks for taking my call. Some quick observations. Number one, I think Broussard makes the Penguins the deepest they've been among the top nine forwards since 1993. Still probably the best team the Penguins have ever had talent-wise. Number two, if JR ever has one more team to fleece, I would turn to Montreal, who is in full tank mode right now. And I try to get Max Patcher ready to put it with Crosby. Yeah, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Okay, what else? Number three, I would trade. They can't afford that. I mean, you understand they're strapped to the cap right now? Well, they they would have to trade Sherry, obviously. Yeah, that's not going to happen. What's your third point? Third point, Ryan Reeves, I keep him. You know they're going to have to play either the Capitals and or Flyers, the division playoffs. You know what that means. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think match no, with Brownie. Yeah, I, I got a question for you before you keep gabbing, Paul. Do you think like that you're a guest on the show and you just can keep talking when I talk? I tried to make three quick points. Okay, well, two of them were stupid, but thank you for the call. They don't need to play Reeves in the playoffs against Philadelphia or Washington because nobody fights in the playoffs. Okay? Rowney, and I'm not saying Revo couldn't play in the playoffs, but Rowney's just going to be the fourth-line right wing because they want his PK 
and his face-off ability from the right-handed side available. I mean, I've said this how many times for how many days. What about it is so tough to understand? I'm a Ryan Reeves fan, but that's just how it's going to happen now that they have Broussard. Shane's the fourth-line center. Rowney is the fourth-line right wing. So it has been said, so it will come to pass. Let's go to Greg on Rod A. Greg, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. Do you think that Ian Cole is just going to stay in Vegas? Maybe that's the missing piece here. Do they need defense? Well, Mackey said the same thing. Have to wonder if this means Ian Cole is going to Vegas. Mackey just tweeted that. Uh, I mean, I think Ian Cole would be of great help to an expansion team going into the playoffs, don't you? Yeah, I mean, he's got that experience. A lot of those guys have experience. Do, um, the other thing is... I, I think Cole would be a big addition to Vegas's defense core. They're, they're okay on defense, but not near as good as they are up front. Do you do you think that the uh, we got to pick up another defenseman? Stan Saver's been saying we need AD in the in the playoffs. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't I don't think it would hurt, and I think they probably will. But I don't think it has to be, you know, Bobby Orr or Eddie Shore, or some guy whose name also rhymes. Agreed. Thanks, Mike. I am the best. Okay, we got more Penguin calls up next, and then we got. An extra half hour of hockey talk tonight for Subway Hockey Night. Don't forget, tonight I'm at the Bridgeville Volunteer Fire Department for a Penguins viewing party to benefit South Fayette Youth Hockey. Former Penguin Frankie LaRue will also be there. And then tomorrow night I'm at Willie's Bar and Grill in faraway Fredericktown, PA. 59 minutes from my home, but I love to go to places like that. A lot of diehard sports fans, and I'm sure I'll see them tomorrow night at Willie's in Fredericktown, a couple Penguins viewing parties for Double M. 105.90X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius, big fan. That happens when the show's as popular as this one. Yeah, Double M, man. He'd love the show. He just wants to dance. The X at 105.9. Okay, here's apparently what's going on with Vegas' involvement in the deal. And what Vegas is going to get out of it, I don't yet know. But the maximum salary a team can retain is 50%, and the maximum number of times a contract can be retained is twice. So, if Broussard comes to Pittsburgh from Ottawa through Las Vegas, Vegas can retain 50% of the salary. This is max. I don't know what they're going to do, but this is in theory. They could retain $2.5 million of Broussard's salary. Then Vegas while moving the contract along, could retain another $1.25 million of Pertard's salary. So the final cap hit for Pittsburgh would be $1.25 million. This is theoretical. So in a deal like that, Vegas is selling cap space. I'm not sure the NHL is going to be crazy about that. But I don't think they can prevent it after the fact, maybe just moving forward. Uh, there's a big NCAA scandal. Get your hockey calls in while I, I go over this. There's a big NCAA scandal. Another one. The FBI uncovered evidence that an agent has been giving money to a bunch of the biggest names in NCAA basketball and at the biggest schools in exchange, of course, for representing these players in the future. I'm talking Duke, Michigan State, Carolina, Southern Cal. It's a list a mile long. Now, the FBI is investigating 
because these players and this agent are allegedly defrauding the NCAA by circumventing their amateur rules, which is, of course, an absolute crock. The NCAA isn't the victim. The NCAA has never been a victim. The NCAA has always exploited its players by giving them meager return for providing the components of a multi-billion dollar industry. The players are the victim. The lesson here is pay the players. Now, the timing on this is horrible, or couldn't be better, depending on your point of view. For me, it couldn't be better. This is late February, so March Madness is just around the corner. If the NCAA follows its own rules to the letter, this could take star players or possibly entire teams out of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Hey, just kind of spitballing. I bet nobody on Pitt is good enough to get bribed by an agent. Pitt is going to come out of nowhere to win it all. 412-333-9939, the number to call. That's 412-333-WXDX. Anybody out there starting to get worried about the Flyers in the playoffs? I think the Penguins would kill them. But what if they didn't? That's what I always say. What if they didn't? What if the Flyers won? Giroux has more points than any Penguin. Voracek has more points than Sid and Kessel. But in a seven-game series, I think the Penguins' goaltending and defense wins in five games. I think Murray beats Morozik or whoever. And the Flyers are real bad on the blue line. But I love their power play. Always have. Penguins are... First or second right now, I forget. They're only two for 16 since Hornquist is out the lineup, what makes it uh, very good that he's coming back for tonight's game at Carolina. Uh, but the Flyers' power play sixth in the league, 22% just about, and they just blast away. They run a power play the way I want a power play to be run. A couple lines are open if you want to talk about the Penguins. Are they now the favorites? To win the Stanley Cup? That's one question for you. Will acquiring Derek Broussard spur teams like Tampa and Boston and Toronto and Washington to make big moves? And how would you arrange the Penguins' lines? Would you leave Gensel now with Broussard and Kessel, or would you put Gensel with Crosby? Which is what I would do. Let's go to Brian in Perrysville. Brian, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Good day to you, sir. Right. Rue Wagle or Hunwick has to go in for a call, obviously. You sold on either one of those two. I'm as sold as I need to be. Uh, it's the number five defenseman. All right. I mean, don't you think that it's going to be Hunwick? Because yeah. they're going to want to keep Alexiak on the right side, and Hunwick has struggled on the right, is better on the left. Much better. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to be Hunwick and Oleksiak as the bottom pair. Isn't that adequate? Isn't that good enough? It doesn't have to be great. It just has to be good enough. I mean, they, right. they got they got Mata, Schultz, Latang, and Dumoulin. Those guys are going to get the lion's share of the minutes. Now, I will say this. And remember I did, and please don't let your blood pressure rise too much. I think Hunwick initially is going to suck getting back in the lineup again. Remember he played that game a, a few uh, games back 
uh, played two games when Schultz was was ill. First game, Hunwick was terrible. Second game, he was okay. That's all I want from Hunwick is okay. I would be overjoyed with okay. Let's go to uh, Harry in Greensburg. Harry, you're on with Double M. What's up, Big Sexy? What up? Uh, the thing that worries me is that the Pens trade for Broussard will set up more of a fire sale from teams like Ottawa to teams like Boston and Tampa Bay. Mostly, if Carlson goes to Tampa Bay, that's something that really worries me because Tampa Bay is probably number one or number two in the East. Um, and they're the one team that scares me that could take down the Pens, especially if they get Carlson. What do you think? Nah. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think Tampa has to out-penguin the Penguins to beat them in a seven-game series. And plus, Rich, remember I said this. If Tampa plays Boston in the second round, Boston will beat them. Boston will just rough them up and take them off their game. Uh, If Toronto plays them, Toronto could beat them, but they'd have to out-Tampa Tampa. But I think they could. And if Tampa gets the wrong first-round matchup of the wild card that crosses over, like let's say a wild card like Philadelphia crosses over. Nah, Tampa would kill Philadelphia. Who am I kidding? The Islanders. Tampa would kill the Islanders too. Okay, you know what? Tampa's going to win the first round. But but I, I think Pittsburgh would beat Tampa. Pittsburgh, now that they have Broussard, and Pittsburgh, even if Tampa gets Carlson, because who does what they have to give up to get Carlson? They should get Jack, Jeff, and Steve, the Carlson brothers, who, of course, two of them were the Hanson brothers in the movie, Slapshot, and the three Hansons, uh, the three Carlsons were inspiration for the Hanson brothers. Here's something interesting. I don't think it's anything to worry about. TSN, the Canadian Hockey Network, the sports uh, network, is not listing the Broussard trade as official until the NHL approves it. You worried about that? I- I'll tell you. That money laundering, that's what it is, money laundering. Passing the contract through through Vegas to retain salary? They should put a rule against that. But right now there isn't a rule against that, and you can't apply it retroactively. Unless they do. 412-333-9939. What a show it's been. Let's go to uh, Brian and Plumboro. Brian. You're on with Double M. Super genius. What up? Please make me feel better about the penalty kill. If Ian Cole leaves, especially two-man disadvantage, I'd love, I'd love seeing Ian Cole out there defending. Well, my advice then would be to not be down two men. And how often but does I, it happen? And really, they scored quite a bit on Ian Cole up two men. I agree. Cole's a great shot blocker. They lose something on a PK with him. But you can't not give up. Anything in a deal like this? Yeah, game six last year, we were two men down, and that two. Uh, that oh, I know, I was there. Though. But I mean, you're, you're isolating on the one small, tiny, eeny weeny bad part of a great trade. What the frig is wrong with you? You may have a point, but I still feel bad about the two men. Well, maybe they'll be down three men. No, wait, that can't happen. 
Let's go to the Hebrew Hammer from Sluggos, Yakshamash. Yakshamash. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Mark, uh, what a what a great trade for the Penguins, and I think it's uh, an amazing uh, acquisition. My question to you is, uh, what role did the Reverend Ezra Lowe play in it? <laughs> Sing me a song, Ezra Lowe. Ezra Lowe. You voted against the Manic. Now he has to go. Swing low, swing chariot. Coming, Coming for, the for to carry. You don't even get the words right. Hello? 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 Let's go to AJ in the car. AJ, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. The, uh, the NCAA investigation, I was reading about that this morning when Pat Ford broke the story. Uh, my first thought was, wow, these teams are, are totally out of it. You know, North Carolina, Duke, Michigan State. And then I realized it's North Carolina, Duke, and Michigan State. I've got a feeling the NCAA isn't going to do squat about that. Given yeah, but, but how can they overlook violations that cut their amateur status to its very core? Oh, I, I agree with you. But when you when you when you see those those big three names there, how many championships? Well, AJ, AJ, here's year? here's the thing. Here's the thing. Either way, if this scandal blows up, March Madness is ruined because they either right. let it be crooked or they clean it up and knock out the marquee teams and names. No, I, I agree. I, I would love to see it. Get now, now keep in mind, NCAA. this isn't the NCAA investigating; it's the FBI. So maybe the NB, the NCAA could just ignore it. Until the tournament's over, seriously, and then they can yeah. they can revoke the wins like they did with uh, with what was Louisville. it uh, Louisville? Yeah, right. I'm yeah, rooting. Yeah, I, I'm I, rooting I, for like a five year stretch in NCAA sports where all the champions have their championships revoked. What was the word negated, nullified? There's a word for what they do to those wins. I used it the other day. Ah, who cares? Let's go to uh, Todd and Carnegie. Todd, you're on with Double M. Adam, sir. What up? Hey, what are the, your thoughts on moving Derek Broussard back to defense? Va- yeah, they're not going to do that. Bye. Vacated is the word I'm looking for. Vacated. They vacate their wins. Let's go to Brian in North Hills. Brian, ask Mark anything. No, wait, it's too early for yeah, this. Hello? There's a chance. You think there's a chance that you can still get. Uh, uh, Grabner. No, because New Jersey already got him from New York. You're you're a little bit behind, aren't you? I am. All right. Sorry. Okay. Shut up. Time now to ask Mark anything, and then after that, more hockey talk. An extra half hour of hockey talk. And might I say, during Ask Mark Anything, you can call and talk hockey. I'd be fine with that. One zero five nine. And now the super genius Mark Madden. Hey, Mark. Yep. You want an answer? You don't want no uh, hee hawing. Well, I really do like the hee hawing. VX at one zero five nine. Earlier, I said that uh, Ottawa can pick up fifty percent of Broussard's cap hit. Then, if there's a team to launder it, like Vegas is the rumor, can pick up another fifty percent. I've been told Ottawa's picking up eighteen percent. So what Vegas picks up, I would just give an extreme example in showing how far the rule can be stretched. But our daughter was picking up 18%, and we'll see what the Penguins have to give Vegas to pick up still more of the cap hit. 412-333-9939. It's not time to ask Mark anything. That's brought to you by 
Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chapas, so be sure to check out Chapino in the strip. Well, what a busy uh, weekend it is. Liverpool play West Ham tomorrow. Penguins play. I'll be out at uh, Willie's in Fredericton, PA, tomorrow night for that. You know, it's funny. I tweeted uh, back in December, there's no trade to be made that will solve the Penguins' problems. 246 games since October 15 has drained them of energy. No deal will fix that. So I have people retweeting that. Ah, look how wrong fat ass is. This tweet aged well, didn't it, fat ass? Well, actually, they still have to win the Stanley Cup before I'm wrong. But I hope I am wrong. You people don't understand. Nothing's written in stone. Circumstances change, and so do opinions. And as always, you're listening. I'm talking. You're not getting paid. I am. I'm the super genius. I'm Mr. Money in the Bank. And you are none of the above. In fact, you're less than none of the above. Not to be critical. Let's go to uh, Stan the Man Gable. Wow. Quite a celebrity-packed day. Stan, ask Mark anything. Well, how, is it, do you pronounce it Broussard? Is, that, is it French? Is that Cajun? I feel like... Uh, I, I don't think it's Cajun. I think it's Broussard. Broussard. Is that not right? Wait, how? It's Broussard. Well, he was born in Hull, Canada, which is French-speaking. Well, did you, have you ever seen Jaws 3? Okay, Hull is in Quebec. It's the oldest part of the city of Gatineau, Can- Quebec. It's Hull, Gatineau, Canada. Have I seen Jaws 3? No. It's heavily, it's heavily, no, Jaws 3 isn't, but that area is heavily Cajun. I, I think it's Bouchard. No, it's not heavily, it's not at all Cajun. Well, look, it's definitely, it's a move that has a, a high level of joie de vivre. Um, and uh, Jim Rutherford certainly has no regrets for this move. What, what say you? Is there some kind of joke with the no regrets I'm missing? No, je ne regrets rien. Annonce enfance de la patrie, la joie de gloire est arrivée. That's your cue. Suck la bleue. Let's go to Craig at North Hills. Craig, ask Mark anything. Mark, I was wondering if I saw you at a concert, what would I see you doing? Would you, are you like a head bobber? Are you like a, a fist pumper? I'm, I'm a, I'm, I applaud a lot at the end of songs. I sing along on choruses where it's appropriate. Uh, okay. I'm a bit of a head bobber, but that's kind of dorky, so I try to contain that. But I, <laughs> I really I concentrate on the music. I, I, I really get upset with people who try to talk to me during a song. I would never bother you at a concert. Good. That's what I like to hear. Let's go to Jim and Shaler. Jim, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, I was just wondering, how is adding more offense to our team and decreasing our defense going to be a, a, the answer for another Stanley Cup? Because you now can logically have Kessel, Crosby, and Malkin on three separate lines, which is a matchup nightmare for the other team. And when you say weakening the defense, bro, they didn't trade Doug Harvey. They traded their number five defenseman. The difference between Hunwick and Cole is minimal. Minimal. Okay, but does Broussard play 200 feet 
No, no. He has never, ever been in his defensive zone. I think that could be a problem. In fact, That's right. one, one, time, on one time he stumbled into the defensive zone and he dropped his stick like it was on fire and had to miss the next period. He has never played defense <laughs> in his life. What kind of a – no, you're laughing. You should be laughing at yourself. What kind of question is that? They traded for a cherry picker to play third line at the trade deadline, you jackass. Let's go to uh, Shane in Cecil. Help, Cecil, help. Hey, what's up, Mark? What's up? Hey, I was just wondering, like, I wonder why you're not giving Reese enough credit. What do you mean not giving Reese enough credit? When was, when was the last time any, any one of our stars or anybody on the pens took a cheap shot from well, anybody? It, it, it's happened less, but he's just not going to play now. I mean... I don't know about that. He's, he's okay. Let me okay. Goodbye, because he's just not going to play now. There's no spot in the lineup for him, Ronnie. Because how many times do I have to say the same freaking thing, Ronnie? Because of his penalty kill and right-handed face-off abilities, is now the fourth line right wing, and will be tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Up next, hockey talk. We still want calls, but only hockey calls. And then we're going to talk to Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette, 105.90X. It's the Exit 105.9 Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. On your home for the best Pens coverage and the best hockey talk. 105.9 The X. Penguins fans. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Nick Kiprios up in Canada is reporting that the NHL has rejected the Broussard trade unless the Penguin Senators in Vegas can restructure the trade to the league's satisfaction. Whether that can and will be done remains to be seen. Nick Kiprios, by the way, is a totally unreliable reporter who throws excrement at the wall hoping something will stick, but... uh, that's his report that the NHL has rejected the Broussard trade. And normally I'd say, well, they'll just fiddle with it a bit. It'll get done. But they did a lot of fiddling with it to get it done in the first place. I'm not so sure how much more fiddling there is to do. At any rate, welcome to the Hockey Night Show brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. My favorite law firm. Why pay somebody else 40% when they only charge 25%? The three wise men. Let's go to Dave in Mount Washington. Dave, you're on the Hockey Night Show. What up, Double N? What up? Not much. You brought up a good point. You mentioned about Boston roughing up Tampa if they matched up. Would it concern you at all that Boston can rough up the Penguins? Yeah, I just don't think it would work. I think it might work against Tampa. Would be more likely to work against Tampa. And don't forget, Tampa, people talk about how great Tampa is. They still have a bunch of holes in their lineup, which maybe they will patch by Monday's trade down. But they got Girardi playing a regular shift on defense. They got Kunitz and Callahan playing top nine up front. Tampa's very top-heavy. I think there's still some holes to fill. Leaves the line open here on the Hockey Night Show. Let's go to Ed in West Mifflin. Ed. You're on the Hockey Night Show. How you doing, buddy? Great. 
Hey, um, you think they're holding on to Reeves uh, basically in case they get into a series with a rough team that wants to try to rough up Crosby and Malkin and maybe they pop him out in the playoffs? Who would they bench to put him in? Uh, yeah, that's just a good, a good question. Well, like the right wings are Hornquist, yeah, Kessel, and Rowney for sure. Yeah. And, and whoever plays on Sid's line, it won't be Reeves. Yeah, would well, you think they would have liked to have moved that contract then? I think they may yet, and currently are trying to. Let's go to Dave on the south side. Dave, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Dave, you're on the air. Dave's not on the air. Let's go to Blake, downtown. Blake, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Blake, are you there? Why did I stick around to do extra radio when no caller stays on long enough to talk with me as promised, breaking the contract implied by picking up the phone and dialing the number? Let's go to Rico in Bloomfield. Rico, you're on the Hockey Night Show. How's it going, Mark? Terrific! I wanted to ask about Connor Sheary and why why everybody is basically so down on him or, you know, why he's looked at as such a trade chip. I don't understand, I guess. Well, he scored, I'm looking it up as we speak, but he scored like three goals in 28 games. Could that have something to do with why people are, are down on him? Oh, yeah. I mean, but he has a decent track record, though, with the Penguins. I mean, there's a lot of streaky players. I mean, Yeah, yeah that, that was then, this is now. I mean, I let me ask you, who would you bench to make room for Connor Sheary? And, and a better question would be, where would you play Connor Sheary in the lineup? I actually think that he would be a much better fit up with Sid than Dominic Simone, of all people. Well, let's set the bar higher than that. Sheary has no goals in his last nine games and has scored just, uh, let me see here, Three goals dating back to December 5th. But at the same time, though, I mean, he's not really... I'm not defending the dude. I'm oh, okay, saying, yeah, you are, because why. there's no way he's to excuse... Really the there's no way to excuse that little productivity over that long a period when you're getting the opportunity, line mates, and ice that Connor Sherry is. Okay, that's a good point. I, just I mean, don't know. get me wrong. Well, I'm not saying that the guy can't contribute and never will again contribute... I'm just saying, I mean, who would you rather put out on the ice right now in a situation where you need a goal? Zach Aston Reese or Connor Sherry? Well, definitely Zach Aston Reese. Well, there you go. So if the guy who has only played eight NHL games and has four goals in those games, by the way, is on your depth chart ahead of Sherry, that's why he's a trade chip. Let's go to Steve in Bridgeville. Steve, ask Mark anything. Hey, I was wondering if uh, you'd be willing to make a bet with me. No, goodbye. Let's go to uh, John and Fayette County. John, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Hey, Mark. Yeah? Hey, uh, I wanted to talk to you. If we were able to uh, acquire Broussard, do you think we they, should... What do you mean? If they, what, no, what, what do you mean if they're able to acquire Broussard? Uh, they already have pending NHL approval, but maybe that's what you're uh, referring to. Yes, if the trade does go through, right. um, if they don't reject it again. Um, 
should we extend his contract to uh, build chemistry with our three lines? Or I, I, I'm not really concerned about that even a little bit right now. Let's go to uh, Steven in the car. Steven, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Hi, Mark. Um, my uh, question, I guess, this, this pertains to obviously the Broussard acquisition. but also My God, Sam Warner's on TV. Who? Sam Warner from the Post-Gazette. He looks like a young, chunkier Dave Molinari. Okay, yeah. what, do you, what do you want? No, just with the Broussard acquisition and Horquist coming back, where does that leave uh, Aston Reese? Is he going to be on the fourth or third line center with Broussard possibly? Or, well, we've uh, been talking about that all day. If he's not in the top nine forwards, I send him back to Wilkes. Okay. And believe it or not, despite four goals in eight games, it would not shock me if Reese winds up back at Wilkes, however temporarily. Up next, we're going to talk to Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette, about the big Broussard trade. I'm Mark Madden, Hockey Night Show, 105.9.